Alright, welcome to another Indecorous Podcast. Purveyors of fact, farce, and fucked up history join in this futile quest for knowledge. Have a laugh, learn a fact, and try out all our super safe and decorous life hacks. As always, we have Carlos. Yep. Bobby. Yo. And today our special guest, comedian Sean Kovacs. Present. And I'm Ian. I'll be your drunk driver through this collision course of nonsense. All right, gang. So we've touched on this topic before, the topic of solving homelessness. But over in Seattle... For a second, I thought you were saying solving homosexuality. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to kiss it out. I think the Mormons have nailed that. Yeah, 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 that's right. (laughs) We're trying to come up with a better solution. I see. A final solution, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) So for our fans, you might recall... Way to make it worse, (laughs) Blitz. We we did do a bit about how cities were trying to self-migrate homeless people by playing obnoxious children's music at loud volumes. Mm -hmm. But Seattle has an even more novel solution to solving homelessness. So I'll let Bobby lead us off here. Seattle lawmakers hired a transgender stripper to perform at a conference on homelessness recently. That's the headline. So. Oh, okay. I thought that was the solution. That, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything them. transgender strippers can't do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put their minds to it. Oh, but there's more. City leaders decided to use taxpayer money to pay for this unique entertainer because the theme of the conference was, quote, decolonizing our collective work unquote they figured a transgender stripper could lift moral and really with could lift oh morale okay <laughs> let me just start all over again. It, 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 I, we all know english isn't your first language. yeah i know, I know. No, we, we also have to decipher what ian wrote. <laughs> city leaders decided to use taxpayer money to pay for this unique entertainer because the theme of the conference was quote decolonizing our collective work unquote they figured a transgender stripper could lift morale and really spice things up. So for who? So the people <laughs> at the conference. So like there was like a, a group of like city leaders. They were just talking shop about how can we solve the homeless crisis. And they were like, you know what could really make this a spicy event? Transgendered stripper. Is Her how, name was Caliente. <laughs> how successful was the transgendering? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I've got the sauce on that, my friend. So, <laughs> this is a, vi- a video of said stripper. Oh, I see. Okay. Wait, hang on a second. Uh, it does know. seem pretty spicy in that room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's people clapping. The, these, these are yeah. the sounds of spice. All right. yeah. <laughs> you can really feel the capsaicin. <laughs> All right. That's Lizzo. There's some training happening, at least. That's cool. So I'm thinking definitely a post-op because those are very large breasts. Definitely post-op. Definitely. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that is Lizzo. (laughs) Is she taking tips? I I think she's taking tips. There there are a lot of people in that room enjoying themselves. (laughs) See? Look at that. kissing an old lady, it looks like. Kissing a lady... We got some clapping happening. I'm pretty. Is this a Trump 2020 campaign ad? And the weird <laughs> thing is, is that room looks like your typical break room. <laughs> yeah. Just threw this <laughs> thing in. I just has this been an issue with a lot of homelessness conferences that there wasn't enough <laughs> spice. <laughs> Is that, is they could have really solved is? the homeless crisis if they would have had enough spice in the room. I guess. <laughs> well, you've listened to NPR before. You know, <laughs> like, right they, oh, b- boy, I need to change this or I- I'm driving. Yeah. Okay? I, could, I could crack. There, only there was a transgender in this thing to spice it up. Spice this up. <laughs> then they could have uh, donations <laughs> from listeners like me. <laughs> 
So after a few brainstorming sessions, city leaders did the logical thing and hired local sensation Beyonce Black St. James to twerk and strip as a means to inspire critical thinking at the event. <laughs> city leaders now believe they are better suited to tackle the complex issue of homelessness in 2020. <laughs> and I think that it was a success. I mean, looking at that room, it they nailed like it. Know it. What they really they? did. Yeah, nobody in that room is homeless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also true. <laughs> very good very good point, Bobby. What are, what are the odds that in the poster advertising this, Black St. James font was in like, it was in minimal type. It just says Beyonce. <laughs> you can barely see the Black St. James. Black St. James was a project Epstein was working on before he was killed. <laughs> well, yeah, so, and then, so this is why there's no more homeless in Seattle? I think they solved it. It's one of those moments where you know that the folks who were like, wait, no, 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 I got it, I've got it. Let's get a transgender stripper in here. And then no one can ever say again that we didn't try. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we are completely outside the box here. Yeah. yeah. And then for the next 25 years, they can just coast on that. Uh -huh. So every other meeting they have is like, well, look, the last thing we did a couple years ago had a transgender stripper. So, I, you know, we can't do that all <laughs> the time. How can you do it every single time? Yeah, we it, can't give you transgender stripper every meeting. <laughs> or maybe it was just uh, one of the staffers that it was going to save them a stop on the ride home, you know? They were going to swing by the transgender <laughs> very strip good club point. anyway. A very good point. Yeah. You know, if you can make them come to you. <laughs> all right, gang, so moving on to our next topic, unethical life hacks. We've scraped the bells of the internet to find the most amazing life hacks for those brave enough to dare. So set your moral compasses south and join us for this special edition of Unethical Life Hacks. All right, I'll let Sean lead us off here. All right. So if you ever accidentally kill a baby, just claim you were a time traveler and they were going to grow up to perpetuate genocide. Uh, it, it, it'll work for some people. I think I think that's an excellent idea for like 5% of the population yeah. where there's going to be people picketing outside of your jail cell. <laughs> that's a pretty good idea. But for the rest of humanity, it's... And it's impossible to pull this off because how are you going to prove that unless you can send everybody to the future? Well, you already killed the guy. It's this mm -hmm. paradox. Like there's no way that you can ever guarantee. It's like, yeah, listen, I did you guys a favor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Try, try that one at your trial. That's Joe Mackey has a great bit about that. He's like, I'm just the guy that went back in time. And as far as these people are concerned, killed a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought about that too. When I mean, it was a while ago. I, I think it was the first thing I said in my album that you were at, uh, Sean and yeah. Ian as well, where... That's the fucked up thing. Like if you go up back in time and kill Hitler as a baby, which is like what everybody thinks about. Like, oh, you kill Hitler as a baby. Now you're the monster. Yeah. Because you're the one that caused the Jew overpopulation. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how this happens often to people that you accidentally kill a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get yourself in that situation. It's, it's pretty easy to stay out of a situation where you almost accidentally kill a baby. Yeah, well, like, like to like an almost yada, 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 accidentally kill the baby. <laughs> anyway, I killed the baby. All right, I'll let Bobby take us on this next one here. If you feel intimidated by someone, later get their contact and send them a picture of their face with no context. This is a great way of asserting dominance. The sowing seeds of doubt, it will fuck up their confidence. You're trying to get inside their head. The real way to show dominance would be to do it without getting their contact information from them. That mm. is. 
It's way worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just out of the blue, you get a picture of yourself Ominous. on your phone. Yeah. yeah. From a number you don't recognize. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty great. Take a picture as they're walking away. <laughs> Send them that picture. Send them a transgender stripper. <laughs> really show some dominance. Is this a very common thing, like being intimidated at for your coworkers? Yeah, I think sometimes mm-hmm. people are jockeying position around the office trying to get that promotion or that raise. And, you know, oh. so you just got to, the one-upsmanship one comes into play a little bit. Okay. So this is a good way to head game, you know. Get I, I, just, I haven't been in that environment in so long. I don't know. I, I forget the dynamics of intimidation. Maybe I'm taking us down a wrong road here, but this is the problem when you don't work inside a meritocracy. <laughs> when you yeah. just work, you work in a company where like, just some sort of weird, oh, uh, you know, that is the brother of the guy who is the VP yeah. of, like, whenever you have right. that kind of thing, uh, as I'm getting older, it's one of the things that makes me insane. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, oh, that guy who killed the guy, he's higher up on the Teamster list than yeah, the really good yeah, driver yeah. because he was here for two years longer. <laughs> all right, we don't, we, don't, we don't talk about the Teamsters on this podcast. <laughs> we have a union crew that does all the work here on I the podcast. Ha, 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 I was joking. Ha, 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 Teamsters, ha, ha, you, you do a fantastic job. <laughs> Rob a bank naked if you are under 18. The courts can't view the evidence as that it's child porn. Boom. This is, this is just, uh, this is bulletproof. It's like when you catch a star in Mario. They're like, you know, you're invincible, right? If you're, is that how you tell the kids? Is that, is that, is that how you get them naked? Yeah. Free candy and magical yeah. powers. If you just take all your clothes off, you're invincible. But this is like the ultimate hat for anyone under 18. I mean, your nudity is like the ultimate foil for security cameras. No one can see you. It's like you're invincible in the eyes of the law. Uh, yeah, or you can make a Coppertone ad. <laughs> you also don't have to worry about getting rid of the clothes you were wearing when you committed <laughs> said crime. <laughs> <laughs> right. I heard there was a legal nuance here. That this is where it gets a little dark. Doing this is this, when it gets a little dark? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, believe it or not. So if you're flaccid when you do this, it's not considered naughty enough. They could actually view this and it's not child porn. Oh if you have God. an erection and you're engaging in some fun with said erection, then it's porn. Then it's child porn. Then it's illegal. Boom. So you have to sort of commit to I'm going to rob the bank with an erection. Look at some of these comments. <laughs> it's only child porn if there's something sexual about the images. In oh, yeah, order for go. this yeah. to work, you need to be sexy about it. <laughs> Wear some high heels or rub your nipples while you do it. There you go. Problem solved. So if you're the lady, this is how, this is how it works. Done and done. <laughs> I don't have anything else. <laughs> Not just for this life hack. I yeah, mean, yeah. in general. <laughs> There's a, I still have a court case that I have to worry right, about. So I think we all want to stay out of jail, so we're going to leave that one be. We've all heard of uh, service animals. Disney tickets can be expensive. Save money by registering your kid as an emotional support animal. Disney must let them in for free. They will just need a proper vest. So you just take the little doggy vest, put it on your kid, boom, you get them in for free. And that, that, that's what turns them into an animal? So I think it's something about the vest. If, if you got the vest... You can just put it on anything and it'll, be, it'll make exactly. it turn them into a, it's a magic vest. This is my emotional support heroine. So you're going to Disney World specifically for your children generally anyway. Right. And you're going to make the experience fucking miserable by having to put them on this yeah. fucking vest? Yeah, who, yeah, yeah. This is a this is the shittiest life hack we've had. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who benefits from this at all. The well, emotional support vest company. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Parent of a young child that can't sleep unless you are in bed with them? 
buy a real-life sex doll and put it in bed next to them. They won't be able to tell the difference. Because uh, the doll doesn't love you either. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've heard of those real dolls. Yeah, the like real a, sex dolls you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like 150-pound yeah. silicon. Yeah, like Lars and the real girl kind of thing. Like oh, the kind exactly. that like, rolls over and crushes your infant? Exactly. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if it backfires and the kid ends up loving the sex doll more than you? Yeah, it emancipates <laughs> itself. <laughs> so you stay with the exactly. sex doll. Parent-teacher conference. You're taking your sex doll yeah, to, like, to school. My real mom doesn't let me finger her. <laughs> so, in decorous history, this week on our main segment, we're going to be talking about one of the most taboo topics that comic book fanboys constantly argue about, and that, of course, is was my favorite comic book hero secretly gay? So, we'll get to the bottom of that mystery <laughs> in this next segment. But before we dive into that particular part. We're going to do a deep dive on Superman. So here are the top five weirdest things that you didn't know about Superman. Sean, lead us off here. All right. Uh, this feels very pointed. This week's history segment. <laughs> and by the way, uh, by the way, yeah. listeners, Sean has a podcast <laughs> about comics and superheroes and the likes. And it's called the Hero Movie Podcast. It is our mothership podcast. Uh, we've been doing it for like five, six years. It, there's like 300 episodes. You'll find something that you like on there. Uh, so number five, Superman has the power of ventriloquism, but he's only used it a few times. And it's usually to trick Lois. That's the part. That <laughs> oh, that oh, really? He doesn't have any racist puppets? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the I'm, only way you can say the N-word. <laughs> I'm guessing that that's what the history segment is, is about racism with Superman. But he basically uses this to make Lois look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> yes. Does that somehow help him solve crimes or is he just wants to fucking humiliate her it's it, it, it's 50 50 because like half of the time it's superman showing lois how stupid she is like especially in the older ones you know like the ones around the time where the black and white superman tv show was out with george reeve you know? oh yeah yeah so like that's one of the things that they had him doing constantly it's just like lois you idiot <laughs> So, but if it happens to help solving a crime, that's just icing on the cake. Yeah. It's, mostly it was just to make her look like an idiot. Mostly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, let Bobby take us on this next one here. Superman has the power to change people's races for a day. In episode number 106, as a beat reporter, Lois Lane was struggling to get a hot scoop in a place called Little Africa. So she asked Superman to turn her into a black woman for a day so people would talk to her. Well, it's, it's issue number 106, I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, issue, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't say whether it's Action Comics or Superman. It doesn't say. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, he probably meant to spell issue, but that's how he spelled it. <laughs> he's not very good with the it shows, spelling. Uh, I don't understand the distinction, so I'm not a true fanboy. So is, is this what popularized blackface for a little while back in the day? This is what made it okay. This is what opened the door for every one this of is, us to be able to do blackface. Yeah, this is Justin Trudeau's inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> So Superman turned Lewis Lane into a black woman so she could do a report in Little Africa? Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's right. Good Lord. So she's just like the foil of everything that Superman does. There's a lot her, of that. Her and Jimmy Olsen are basically constantly, oh, I'm going to get a hot scoop on this thing. And then, you know, they're in trouble. And then <laughs> and Superman in. does 
I mean, Superman doesn't give a fuck, I guess. It's this weird thing, too, where everyone just seems super trusting of Superman's science on this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the big guy who looks like a wrestler uh, says that he's got a transmogrification machine that's going to turn me into an African-American lady. Why not? Let's go into this sarcophagus <laughs> and it'll turn me into an African-American lady. And the most offensive part is that they're calling Harlem Little Africa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good read on the subtext there, Bobby. <laughs> so I'll let Carlos take this next one here. Uh, Superman used to have the power to shoot tiny little Supermans out of his hands. Well, that sounds adorable. Actually. We all have that. Uh, Sounds like a, yeah, a good way to please the lady. So if you're just tired, your fingers are a little, little sore. Supermans. And what is it like? Little Supermans just do his job. I think they attack rats. They, 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 they just take care of vermin. They, they, they take care of vermin. <laughs> That's, uh, <laughs> They just changed the races of action figures. That was Superman's side job was just an exterminator. (laughs) So this next one, Superman used to have a super weaving power where he could weave little mittens and quilts crazy fast. (laughs) Well, okay. I mean, I mean, when I see this, I'm thinking like, okay, well, he's just fast. But I guess you do have to know how to weave. You can't just be super yeah. fast. And There's some over-under yeah. techniques, you know. So he had to learn how to weave at some point. Work a thimble. I, sp- I mean, I could see like this basket weaving too, maybe. I mean, I could see him trying to solve a caper where the bad guy is just trying to outdo him and he has to knit some sort of a concoction to trap him or something. Every kid in Iceland was about to die when Yule Cat was going to eat him. Oh, there you go. Yeah, see, that's a callback to our Christmas episode. No, he had to learn to knit to make Lois all these apology dresses. (laughs) (laughs) And also, at some point, somebody's got to have a a sit-down with him and be like, you know, just because you put super in front of something doesn't mean it's a superpower. (laughs) So you can knit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? Not everything has to be super. Right. (laughs) So you can super fuck? (laughs) So Sean closes on this last one. All right. He has the ability to turn into Santa Claus. In an issue from 1995, Superman found himself up against a pair of Hitler clones. And as we all know, the only way to beat clone Nazis is by becoming Santa Claus and shooting them with a machine gun. <laughs> and the weird thing is I actually have this issue. <laughs> I absolutely do. All right, so you can give us the deep take on this. What actually did he, I'm assuming he won? He does win, Yes. How did yeah. how did Hitler get cloned? I can't remember. What I remember is that, as you can see, just by the level of art that we're looking at on the screen here, yeah, yeah. this is uh, uh, terrible. <laughs> and and so basically, what they're saying, what the book is about, is how Superman can't die, and all he wants to do is die. Like he, uh, I, I put in my time. Like the Earth is like ending. He's oh. like, I'm still here, and I hate it. So and Hitler clones show up for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> As they do. And he's got to take them out. And he's the last living being on Earth. And then he dies with the rest of Earth. It is straight garbage. <laughs> it is the kind of thing where in the 90s, which was my heyday for comic books, uh-huh. if you had a giant belt with pockets that didn't hold anything... And a big ass gun, <laughs> you were gonna sell a million copies. A of giant that oversized gun. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that kind of reminds me of that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he killed the devil with automatic weapons. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah. It turns out the end of days is that yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, for, so for the people at home, it, it really looks like an old Superman. Well, it's like Superman with like a Santa Claus head <laughs> with a gigantic machine gun. It's got like four quintuple barrel machine guns on it. And he's saying, curse you to hell because he just doesn't want to live anymore. Uh, I think he's going after the Nazi clones here. Yeah, that's the best way to kill Nazis. So in addition to having all these weird fucking powers, there's one other special thing that you didn't know about Superman, so I'll let Bobby take this next one here. Superman's overt masculinity has led many to speculate that he is perhaps overcompensating for something. After more than 50 years of speculation, we finally saw gay Superman in Supergirl Volume 4, number 79 from April 2003. Superman came into contact with pink kryptonite, which apparently turns anyone from planet Krypton gay. So just on the right side, you can see uh, Superman's little dialogue bubble there after he came yeah, in contact so, with the pink kryptonite. So he says, did I ever tell you how smashing you look in bow ties, Jimmy? By the way, that's fabulous window treatment you've put together. Holy hell. Now, <laughs> and the words smashing and fabulous are both bold and italic. <laughs> I was expecting this to be from like 1953, but this is like 2003. Yeah, this is not long ago. They're trying to reach a new market. They're trying to penetrate that. Uh, oh, I just double entendered myself. There. This, so this was still cool in 2003. Pink kryptonite. No, no, this is not cool. Why the hell did this happen? I, I don't know. Buddy. Yeah, why did you allow this, Sean? <laughs> I thought you were uh, on the ball on this. <laughs> Look, this is one of those moments where, oh, that's right, old white guys are writing these. This <laughs> <laughs> is really out of ideas. Like, ah, what, if he's, what if he's gay? Let's make him queer. <laughs> yeah, so he was gay for a hot minute in this one issue. I wonder if they're going to bring it back when they run out of ideas because they keep rebooting everything, right? They, they rebooted Superman three or four times. Eventually, they're going to be like, can we just do him gay for a whole minute? That movie? would actually be a good name for gay Superman, rebooted. Okay. No, oh, there you go. Dumb. Killing some double on Carlos. Killing some double entendres. I just I just emphasize those. (laughs) But (laughs) but you know, Superman is not the only superhero that's been questionably gay. I'll let Carlos take us on this next one here. Next we're going to be unpacking all of the gay subtext in the Batman and Robin comics. Well, don't say it ain't so. (laughs) From the very first printed copy in the April nineteen forty issue of Detective Comics number thirty eight, there was a gay cloud of mystery around the Robin character. Verbiage on the issue was supposed to read, quote, The Batman, that weird figure of the night, takes under his protecting mantle an ally in his relentless fight against crime, unquote. But a poor font choice mixed with spacing issues caused chaos to ensue. All right, so it's a little pamphlet type of thing, and it says, The Batman, that amazing weird figure of night, at last takes under his protective mantle anally. Oh. Uh, the way so they kind of did the spacing, an ally. Looks I'm, like it's anally. It looks like anal, t- his protection mantle anally. <laughs> yeah. So even from the inception of Robin becoming part of the Batman universe, it was gay from the get-go. Yeah. And, and got only gayer over time. And here's the thing is that the sidekick was a big point in comics in the 40s because they knew that little boys were reading these, these comic books, so they would always have this little boy sidekick. Yeah. However, Stan Lee joins Marvel Comics in like the late 50s. And the first thing he says to everybody is we need to get rid of all these sidekicks because of the optics on this. Network, oh, right? really? So he was the first one to catch on. He's to like literally this- the first person <clears throat> in the room who's like, uh, let's not have any yeah. boy sidekicks anymore. Look, you're going to get us all pinched. <laughs> <laughs> and the optics kept getting worse and worse and worse. And that's precisely kind of what happened. It kind of percolated over. Carlos, take us on this next point here. 
Over time, as the comic became more campy, the gay undertones started to alarm people. The comic books famously had lots of gay subtext in their plots. Most of these center around Robin's seething jealousy over Batman's romantic interests and his paranoia that he might get replaced and their bromance would end. Robin would often go to his bedroom to cry early on in the episode only to come back and save the day at the end. And this, we got a screen cap here. We got a one screen of the, cap. And one it, of the issues and all that crap. I guess it's Batman laying, what are they, suntanning? It looks yeah. like they're nude suntanning together, just hanging out at the beach or they're something. Suited. Like a couple of bros. Like a couple of like bros. bros. They're not, it's not even daylight. They have lamps because you can see the bat signal in the back. That's oh, right. so, they're, so they're like doing like metrosexual suntanning together. Right, right at night. Basically yeah. what we do after every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there was just tons of gay subtext everywhere. This kind of got to a boiling point after a respected psychiatrist of the day, Dr. Frederick Wortham, famously said that two homosexuals living and fighting crime together was nothing more than a gay man's wish dream. His book, Seduction of the Innocents, helped to prompt backlash against the comics. So DC Comics decided they needed to quell public opinion about the seemingly gay duo and insert a female love interest. So Batwoman and later Batgirl were brought in to give our heterosexual heroes street cred and plausible deniability to the overt gayness. So that's the reason why they brought in Batwoman and Batgirl, so that's they wouldn't the, that, look so that's gay? That's exactly the reason, yeah. They're beards. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And I'll let Sean take us on this last fun fact, because even though it was a cover... After nearly 50 years of playing cover for Batman, it was finally revealed that Batwoman was, in fact, gay. Dun, dun, dun. So the whole time, it was a ruse. Batwoman is a lesbian? So she came yes. out, like, in the last 10, 20 years. Yeah, like, in the last couple of years. Yeah. Here. So this lets us know the whole time this Batwoman, Batgirl covering up these guys, it was totally a ruse. Is Batwoman, dif- so Batwoman is different from Batgirl? Yes. Yeah. The one oh, was paired so with Batman, one was paired with Robin. Yeah, they, is- you know, they had to wean themselves off the pedophilia. <laughs> That's, yeah, you couldn't do it too abruptly. Yeah. Okay, so now what are we supposed to believe now that Batman and Robin were both straight and it was the women that were the deviants? <laughs> it does kind of whitewash history to say that this whole time the cover is blown, Batwoman was gay. Dude. Not to get too deep down the nerd hole either, but, you know, Dr. Wortham here made it so that comic books were legitimately for children for years and years because of the comic book code. And so all publishers had to put this little symbol on the front of their cover saying this is approved by the comic oh, code. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember seeing that. And so there wasn't any death. There wasn't any drug use. There wasn't any homosexual overtones. Oh, man. There's nothing for a good 40, 50 years. And then Marvel starts pulling the, the comics code off of their covers. Pulling their so, but that, and that's yeah. because of this Wortham. off the cocks. Yeah. Yeah. And this Wortham guy was involved in this sort of thing? He's the guy. He, the, his book, The Seduction of the Innocent, made people, parents... <laughs> afraid of the comic books that their kids were reading. Oh, really? And so that's why so many of these comic books are so expensive now of that time. Oh, I Because see. everybody yeah. threw their comic books away. Oh, oh, damn. And so, you know, that's why you have million-dollar comic books because everybody tossed their comic books out. Huh. So the next book burning, <laughs> go, <laughs> go get some of those first editions. Yeah. Hang on to them. <laughs> That's going to be my retirement plan. Salman Rushdie seems to be doing okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody. uh, Follow us on social media. We're on all that shit. We're on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash Indecorous Comedy. At Twitter, we're at Indecorous Pod. Instagram, at Indecorous Comedy. 
And we're also on YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash channel slash capital U, capital C, lowercase e, lowercase l, lowercase s, uppercase d, lowercase b, lowercase k. Ampersand. Uppercase. No, there's no ampersand. All right, let me start over. Uppercase U, uppercase C, <laughs> lowercase E, lowercase L, or possibly uppercase I. <laughs> Try both. Lowercase S, uppercase D, lowercase P, lowercase K, uppercase A, uppercase C, lowercase S, uppercase S. That one might get a little confusing, so remember, lowercase S before uppercase S. Five, uppercase A, lowercase K, three, uppercase Q, uppercase S, uppercase O, uppercase W. A kitty four. emoji. What? I'm trying to do this. All right, are you guys going to let me do this or what? I'm going to start over again. Uppercase U, uppercase C, lowercase E, lowercase L, or it could possibly be an uppercase I. You know how that works. Lowercase S, uppercase D, lowercase P, lowercase K, uppercase A, uppercase C. Listen, I can't finish this if you guys are going to talk over me. YouTube.com slash channel slash uppercase U, uppercase C, lowercase E, lowercase L, or uppercase I. Lowercase s, uppercase d, lowercase p, lowercase k, uppercase a, uppercase c, lowercase s, uppercase s. Remember, that's the tricky part. Lowercase before <laughs> uppercase. Five, uppercase a, lowercase k, three, uppercase q, uppercase s, uppercase o, uppercase w, four, dash, uppercase h, uppercase a, which is ha. Yeah, that that that's that's how we customized it. <laughs> we actually we can't get a custom name until we have at least a hundred subscribers. So I mean, if you guys can help this every week, Carlos is going to read this long thing until we get hundred subscribers. Until we get a hundred <laughs> so subscribers, hate this, you want us to stop. But remember, last two letters are hot. There you go. So follow us on social media. All right. So our indecorous word of the day. is concubine and i'm sure you guys have heard this but uh may not know the origins of this word or quite the scope of this word but it's been kicked around a few times on the show so i want to give you guys a visual of an understanding of what this word is so the word concubine has been thrown around in the podcast i think we might have covered it on one or two times really just glancing blows glancing was i blows. blackout drunk when we did this <laughs> i think you may have been isn't that your nickname though carl well i mean but they, we don't mention that on the podcast okay. <laughs> So in China, the, the something dynasty consort ranking Emperor. 1644 through 1911, they had these different delineations and levels of essentially consorts is what they were properly called. The, the concubine, they all are in service of the king. So the king basically has his uh, oh. sexual fetishes satisfied on the reg by this pyramid of fucking whores, essentially. So they, these are all women that are supposed to be serving the emperor? Oh, yeah. And some of these, just like his main lady is the empress. And that's the one that probably gets the missionary, just the basic stuff. And then these other ones, oh, bundles, balls, the, anal, oh, okay. facials. I mean, the whole shebang. So, you know, this is sort of the classical model of concubine. But I will say that we do have a more modern view of the concubine. So this is a more modern view of it. Side chicks are winning, and I just want to be on the winning team. 
Bella feel like there's nothing wrong with being a side chick. He has you, he has me, and we are all in this together, and that's exactly how I feel. I'm not the one he's lying to. He's lying to whoever he's with, her, but not me. I think a side chick, you know, we don't have to deal with the drama because we don't have time for that. We're out here making money. Anyway, you get the idea. But this is funny. This is a reality show called The Real Side Hoes of Charlotte, or Real Side Chicks of Charlotte. Side Same chicks. Difference. God, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, one makes them seem I saw like that earlier. I was like, I believe they're side chicks. Well, one seems like they, they're sort of like a sidekick to like a superhero and it gives them an unjustified amount of dignity. Side hoes is a more proper term for it. But uh, this is the new consort, the new concubine, if you will. This sort of show is the exact show that makes my teeth itch where it's just <laughs> stupid mean people screaming at each other it's yeah. basically what this show is yeah. and people watch it yes and this would get better ratings than judge judy yeah and judge judy that's law graduates watch judge judy yeah. <laughs> So whoever this kingpin of these side chicks is, he didn't stack these ladies in pyramid. They're all pretty much just filthy hoes. Are they all? I've never seen this show. Are they cool with this? They're all fine with, oh, yeah. the, hey, we're the old side chicks and that's uh, Don't right. you? I mean, I mean, come on. Half of this show is fake. Yeah, I, I, yeah I have to imagine. That's generous. It's got to be. Yes. It's got to be. I mean, who wants to be on a television show like... Oh hey, I'm I'm somebody who always is in second place. Yeah, yeah. Everybody on the show is the kind of person that if there was a news reporter live at the scene of a fire, they'd be in the background with like a sign <laughs> and shit, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's probably most of it fake, but they have to pretend like it's real. So how do they even pretend that cuz they're on TV calling themselves the side chicks of whatever the dude is. So how does the main girl of the dude feel about all this shit she just they just never fucking talk about it so she didn't know until this show came out and then when the show came oh. out then her jaw hit the floor and then they had some issues hey why are all these cameras in our house yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do we really have to quarter this entire production team <laughs> uh, you, you got another phone call from real tv <laughs> yeah. why are they so interested in you <laughs> again <laughs> All right, so our final topic of the week, guys. Each week, we heroically watch hundreds of hours of porn just to find these gems. The noble task of sitting through countless hours of bukkake, cuckolding, and senseless midget gangbangs just to bring you the best Pornhub comments of the week. I think a lot of people didn't realize that this was even a thing until we started doing this segment. I didn't even know that we had homework. <laughs> Carlos, you told me this. No, no, no. He's been doing it for the love of the game. <laughs> game recognizes game. All right, let Bobby lead us off here. This is from uh, Juicy Girl eighty six. I can't believe how far her pussy stretched. Amazing. What's the point of sticking your dick in a hole that big? The philosophical question, right? And then we have a response here. Jesus P. Christ had to weigh in, and uh, he said, some would ask why you climb Everest. Because it's there, my child. This is deep. Yeah. Double entendre. Ooh. Oh. Uh, I mean, uh, it really, I guess it really is. That that does seem to be the MO of most dudes. Like, oh, there's a hole. Got to stick my dick in it. Yeah. It doesn't matter how big the hole is. I'm not going to win until I put my dick in it. <laughs> All right. Carlos can take this next one here. Um, this isn't porn. There's a few gay guys picking up chicks. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but this is a porn site, not Tinder. If I wanted Mexican chicks riding in the back of a car with dudes up front, I'd watch cops. Where does this turn into a Mexican yeah, thing? Yeah, that's not even the agreed upon stereotype. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. He hits he hits the gay angle and then he hits the racial angle. 
This guy's all over the place. Gay guys picking up. Why are the gay guys picking up chicks, though? <laughs> There's all kinds of wrong with this comment. It could be like the bang bus where they just drive around and pick up chicks or something. But maybe but it's like gay. Maybe they're not getting down to business. Maybe they're just picking they just them up. Chat? And Is the bang bus of conversation? Maybe they were trying to get the bang to happen, but once the ladies got on the bus, they just got a good convo going, it's found just, out about their families. They just want to pick up some chicks to talk about purses or whatever. It's the comedy bang bang bus. <laughs> <laughs> and then let's just throw in Mexicans for the hell of yeah. it. Something about these Pornhub comments, there's people have to have to throw racism in there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's almost a required. Like, if you don't throw racism in there, the post might get deleted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those admins are brutal. Yeah, exactly. Like, ah, there's no racial component to this comment. Banned. Banned. <laughs> All right, and I'll let Sean close us on this last one here. All right. That ass smack isn't even pleasurable. You're supposed to smack from under the cheek, then up. Not slap down like your God himself smiting orphans. <laughs> and that's from Italian Lewd Star. Thank you, Italian Lewd Star. I, yeah. <laughs> I've never examined ass slapping to this extent. I've never been really ass slapped, so I guess I'm not the best person. But now that we know there's an orphan smiting technique... <laughs> Smack from under the cheek, then up. It's proper etiquette, Carlos. Oh my God! No, I did. I, this is news to me. Somebody just up their bedroom game. Yeah. No <laughs> you should preface every ass smack with, uh, "I call this one the orphan smiter." <laughs> it's my finishing move. <laughs> Maybe she herself was an orphan. <laughs> then you wife her up like that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> wife her up. Wife her up. <laughs> wife her up. That's Bobby's new catchphrase. Wife her up. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, every time he drops the punchline, wife her up. <laughs> we got T-shirts on the website if you guys are interested. I I immediately regretted that, but even more so now. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good high spot. Sean, you got anything you want to plug? We have another episode of Hero Movie Podcast coming out on any podcatcher anywhere. And Mandalorian 30 Questions, the same thing. Right. Thank you for having me, guys. This Absolutely. Thanks for doing it. pleasure. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Definitely enjoy it. Bobby, Carlos, you guys got well, My fans, you know, they're the real MVP. I never had anything. All right. Good wife her up, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> wife her up. <laughs> <laughs> Gay Superman rebooted.